on April 5, 2023, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Hankel shares how the National Polygamy Advocate podcast improved. Two weeks ago, in past episode number 262, I shared how this podcast began up to its debut on March 21, 2018. Last week, in past episode number 263, I shared how this podcast developed up to its going public on June 26, 2018. Continuing from there, in this episode number 264, I will share how this podcast improved. That is to say, once the National Polygamy Advocate podcast was begun, as explained in the past episode number 262, and developed, as explained in the past episode number 263, I still had to overcome even more technical challenges in order for this podcast to be improved. Friends, supporters, listeners, sharers, have you ever wondered how much work time or what specific technical work goes on behind the scenes in order to make each episode possible? This episode number 264 should bring the answer to that question for you. In the past episode number 262, from two weeks ago, I mentioned the software and hardware package that I had to purchase in order to convert interviews from audio cassette tape to digital files. In the last episode, number 263, I mentioned the first of two audio editing software programs that I had to purchase in order to combine tracks of audio clips into one singular file called Mixing. This mixing software solution worked rather well, at least for the first several drops of the podcast. But I soon noticed, however, that some of the drops sounded just okay. Barely while others had massive peaks and valleys of either being too loud or not loud enough. In some episodes, you could hear my own voice very loudly, while you could barely hear the interviewer's voices. That issue was is no longer acceptable, since we all really needed this podcast to be more professional than that. As I had done before, I once again researched and then purchased another excellent software solution, one for this problem. I found the perfect solution, and it was fantastic. It had more tools and functions than I could use. Over time, of course, I would learn to use more of the tools. Initially, I used it for what I call the P and V work. That is, editing the peaks and valleys. P and V. Please bear with me, as I will now explain what that means. Most audio editing software programs show a visual display of all sounds in a file using a jagged series of peaks and valleys. Visualize this. Think of how a heartbeat machine, or an EKG, in a hospital displays heartbeats on a screen. You see a large peak upward when the heart beats, and you see it drop to a valley downward during the silence between the heartbeats. This is where we get the term flatline, namely, when there are no peaks and valleys anymore, because the heart has stopped beating. It is a flat line. With audio editing software, they use this peak and valley display like a mirror of itself from the middle, going both upward and downward from a center line at the middle. This is how the two-sided concept of stereo gets displayed. The upward half, above the middle line, portrays the right side of the stereo, 
and the downward half below the middle line portrays the left side of the stereo. Think of that as a sort of mirror image of upward and downward halves along the horizontal middle line between these two halves of stereo. Now, I said all that to say this. <laughs> this new latest software solution empowered me to graphically see, to visually see where the sounds were too loud, sometimes even getting distortion sounded because of that, or where the sounds were not loud enough, sometimes becoming inaudible after the last blast of previous sounds that were too loud just before it. Yes. This added another new step to the work in process each week in creating each new episode of the podcast, i.e. the P and V work. Proceeding through every second of the audio file, I would shrink the peaks and boost the valleys so that the overall sounds would sound evenly balanced. This is mind-numbingly tedious work. I admit it. <laughs> it's boring! But it really has to be done. Indeed, the P&V work adds hours of work in the production of each episode. Yet, it did not stop there, of course. Eventually, I also learned how to use more of the other tools in this software. I learned to use what is called normalization, to normalize that balance. Thankfully, normalizing did reduce some time from doing the boring P&V work. I was so happy to have that work time reduced. Somewhat, anyway. <laughs> in this last year of the podcast, in early 2022, I also finally learned how to effectively use a tool for noise reduction. This special tool was a game changer. Ah, noise reduction. Yes! I could use this tool when doing the PNV work for the audio of specific interviews that originally contained a lot of distracting background static noise. <sighs> Alas, this also added much more time to the PNV work. Mind you, once I learned how great this noise reduction tool is, I could no longer let noise remain as long as it could be removed. As a result of serendipity, an unexpected surprise, this tool also informed me how to outright delete the noisy static backgrounds during what should be silence or pause breaks between sentences. Things like that. The result is a much clearer audio result for each new episode. Hoorah! I love it! Over the past year, you probably noticed how the podcast episodes over the past year had been divided into much shorter parts. Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, etc., etc., etc. You probably wondered why the episodes had become so much shorter in time life, didn't you? <laughs> Kudos to you for that. Well, let me answer that question now for you, too. Here's why. It was because those interviews were so filled with such horribly loud and distracting background noises that they were almost inaudible in their original form. So. I had to painstakingly take hours in the expanded P&V work to go millisecond by millisecond for each mini-section as I would make multiple noise reduction improvements per mini-section of milliseconds. It was exhausting and tedious. 
boring. Can you imagine? Ugh. So, because it would literally, yes, literally, and that is the correct way to use that word, it would literally take me hours, yes, hours, just to do this new work for just three to five minute episodes. That meant that there was no way I could spend all that amount of time for full hour-long interviews. Why make the effort? Well, I did it for you, really. Also that you could hear and now enjoy those interviews, too. No more distracting background noise making them seem inaudible. I do hope you have enjoyed these improvements. So there you have it. With the previous two software solutions added to this episode, now you know the three software solutions that I had to use in order to begin, develop, and improve the National Polygamy Advocate podcast. Two weeks ago, in episode number 262, I explained the first software solution that made it possible to convert the interviews from audio cassette tape to digital files in order to help the podcast begin. Last week, in episode number 263, I explained the second software solution that made it possible to combine, i.e. mix, multiple tracks overlaid together in order to help this podcast develop. Here now, in this episode number 264, I explained the third software solution that made it possible to do the PMV work, normalizing, and noise reduction in order to help this podcast improve. Indeed, with these three episodes, now you know how the National Polygamy Advocate podcast began, developed, and improved. My dear friends, supporters, listeners, and sharers, I hope this work is helpful for you. And I so deeply thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to, and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate, presenting polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com